Welcome to the official podcast of whatsthemetro.com, the Red Bull Rant. I'm Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 124, French Fried Chicken. Bagak. <laughs> so before we before we jump in, let me introduce our guest for tonight. You all know him from uh, Forestine's Fire on Block Talk Radio, Mr. Dan Forestine. Dan, welcome back to the show. Gentlemen, it's always a pleasure to be with you guys to talk about the favorite club that we like to talk about. NYCFC. Yeah. God awful, no. Are, are we no, no. We're not no, no. we're not doing this yet. We're gonna talk no. about it, but not yet. God damn it. I have an agenda and we're sticking to it tonight. <laughs> How about this NYCFC Have you heard about no. this? Have you seen this? Shut the fuck up. I will ban all of you. I will do this show solo if I have to. So FIFA's corrupt, huh? Huh? <laughs> Heard about no, this? No, no, yes. <laughs> God damn it. Not even a minute in and we're already off the goddamn rails. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, it's over. Fuck this shit. It's we'll over. do it live. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> So anyway, about that uh, investigation to reform. Uh, <laughs> oh no! So, so normally, well, while Dan collects himself, normally we have our guest on in a, in a second segment. Tonight we're doing one segment, all about the Red Bulls' win over DC United. Even though they lost the battle, they won the war in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Went down to DC this past Saturday with twelve hundred. Plus fans coming down to support, including yours truly. Uh, unfortunately, they lost the game two to one. But beautiful, beautiful Peggy Lulandula. Henri crossing in the doorstep. Lulandula. Oh! The all-important road goal, oh! and the Red Bulls win the series three to two on aggregate, and allow the away goal rule to be used by Seattle because Seattle has to invent everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to I, I like to throw in my little contribution uh, to this uh, this wonderful thing that we call a victor. And yes, I know I'm a professional gentleman, but uh, I so think are we. This is, I but this is a special celebration. Look at this! First guest with a soundboard of his own. This is impressive. Isn't that great? <laughs> Isn't that great? Because I, I, I think I, I think you just ruined it for all the other guests because they don't come in with soundboards and they're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, let's see here. Uh, 1996, the league got started. I was in the I was in the seats, and then 99, I was in the ESC, and up till 2007, I was in the press box. So, yeah, I think you can let me go on this one. <laughs> no, 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 oh no. I'm saying you raise the bar for everybody else that comes on the show because if they don't have a soundboard, then they're failing. Oh. You, you just raised the standard of guests for the show. Well, that's what the Adobe Audition does for you, so hey, why not? <laughs> but yes, uh, Peggy has scored, and that was... Marie crossing in the doorstep, Louis Abdullah! Oh, Yay! Yay! That's number two. Uh, <laughs> you know, look, out of all the, the last four meetings with this bitter rival that has won four MLS Cup championships and, and whatever else they want to make up with the Atlantic Cup, um, you know, it, it, it had to happen. It was about time. It had to happen. This jinx was not going to last forever and ever and ever and ever. Now, they can claim that this is, you know – New York won DC four, and that's fine. But the point is, who is not going to the Eastern Conference Final in 2014? <laughs> <coughs> Columbus Crew, <laughs> Philly. Well, come on, Philly's not even in the equation. They claim they are, but they're not. I mean, give me a break. Do you know how many times? Oh my God, how many times do we have to endure? Posts from Philly fans saying, "Look at the Red Bulls, no cups." Yeah, well, you got none either. Yeah, Philly fans are ignorant. No, I well, well placed. 
I'm not even going to talk about this show. I'm just going to try to drop in sounds whenever I can. That, I, okay, apparently, that's what I'm, I'm good at. <laughs> Jason Ipeka has been relegated to sound effects. I will try, and I will try to guide the conversation in some way. Although I'm pretty sure that will not ahead, be Jay. possible. You, you're the moderator. You start us off. Come on, boss man. All right. Well, as tradition on the show, we got to do our like and dislike. So this, you know, just because we'll do this for the series, because why not? So first for the dislike, and since you're our guest, Dan, you go first. What did you dislike the most about this series? Well, to be honest with you guys, and, and you know, there's really not a lot you can point out towards the dislike, but I disliked the amount of chances that the Red Bulls did have in the first leg because they should have put away more than just two. I felt that they really should have had three or four in the first leg. And while I will admit that seeing Thierry Henry not having a solid first half in the second leg, that's probably a bigger dislike. But as we all know, he was going to get that one opportunity to to at least either convert or create that chance to convert. And Peggy! Henry crossing in the doorstep, Louis Abdullah! (laughs) Converted that one opportunity that basically killed off the series. Pat, you're up. Your turn. Okay. Uh, porn, this one. Porn, porn, porn stash has to. Porn stash is better than no facial hair. Come on. I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see Dax grow something like this. Come on. Don't tempt him, please. <laughs> you no, know he's gonna one up you. you no, know Dax will one up you, Pat. <laughs> Um, like Dan said, it's really hard to dislike anything, uh, in particular in this match. I, I mean, it's, it's almost petty. Like, I guess, you know, to dislike that they did manage to score two goals against us in RK, that kind of sucked. And, and in that game, I, I guess if you really wanted to point at something, I mean, uh, RFK, uh, DC really botched some chances they had. And if they hadn't, we'd be sweating, uh, way more. By the end of that game, the second game. So uh, I, I guess if as nitpicky as that, I mean, I suppose we could go Roy Miller, but Roy gonna Roy, and you kind of almost gotta love that. That never happened in the last year and a half. <laughs> it was never that he reformed. Yeah. Roy Miller reformed <laughs> until he stuck his boot on Sean Franklin's right shoulder. And it was, oh, here we go. So, uh, yeah. So just, I guess the. Amount of chances that uh, DC got that could have been devastating to the Red Bulls. I guess that's my nitpicky dislike of this series. Oh, good, because I guess I'll just go with the obvious with Roy Miller, because uh, <laughs> all he had to do oh. was not get a second yellow, and he just decided to trump that by getting two, you know, a yellow and a straight red. Not even a second yellow in a game. No, 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 no. He went straight red. You know, here I'm not paying attention. Stick my foot out. Boot to the shoulder. Not to the face, of course, but, you know, the rest looking at what the rest looking at. Uh, now he misses, you know, both games. So that's going to be uh, quite the uphill climb, I think, for the Red Bulls. But we'll get to that Let me, next week. Yeah, but this is not a preview show. But, come on, in fairness to Miller, he kind of had to make that foul for the second yellow because if he didn't, D.C. had a very good chance. So uh, they, ma- it, maybe, they, maybe blame the defense for not – or the, the guys in front of him for not closing down quick enough? I don't know. Why not pull him down instead of cleating him to the shoulder? Right. Well, that wasn't that wasn't that's not what he was talking. Well, I'm saying the second yellow, but yeah, I mean, yeah come that's on. The second one. Should, no, that the was a straight was red a good foul. The first one was a good foul. Yes. No, the, the, and he was going to get was... suspended anyway because of yellow card accumulation and for that first leg. But what we did not want was that straight red or second yellow to become red, yeah. and it happened. And it's like, you know. Well, yeah. Which one was worse, that or when he bombed that free kick that Henri wasn't expecting him to take that went way over the crossbar that <laughs> probably was going to be an NFL three-pointer? I, I'm so going I'm, I'm to argue the, the, the free kick he took two years ago because because he's suspended, he can't do that again this year. At least until the MLS Cup Finals, <laughs> you make it that far. Maybe it's a good thing, I don't know. You got you to look on the bright side of things. I mean... It can't be all negative, right? No, it can't. Just, I, I mean, if so. you really think about it, okay, if you want to be whoever said, ugh, go ahead, I don't know. But to be <laughs> honest, this was a textbook 
picture-perfect game plan that not only Mike Petke had, but the players bought into. And everyone now knew. One away goal, and that killed off the entire series because unless BC equalized the aggregate and then the Red Bulls get the away goal, that would have been a little bit more easier for DC because then you needed one to tie and two to still you know, win the series. So to get that away goal in the 57th minute and to really kill it off, that was basically game over because they needed three to come back. And there's no way you're getting three to come back. Well, unless you're Roy Miller and you get a red card and give him <laughs> 10 minutes to play against for 10 minutes, I mean, but, <laughs> I mean, that's, come on. Roy! Um, my yeah, my dislike... You Roy's game, you're not going to play that highlight there, Jay. What's going on? Because no. we, we don't have one for, for Roy. Okay. We, we don't want to play fine. that. So uh, we're saying dislike... during the preseason... <laughs> uh, so, so getting back on track a little bit uh, my dislike is going to be one of my old favorites the referees and not because I think Miller's red card was ridiculous but because the calls were not even like how does Eckersley get hit in the head how does Alave get hit in the head and nobody gets a card in either of those it just doesn't make sense like, that's all I want is consistency I, I, I mean honestly yeah I mean, what are you going to do? Um, I think Peter Walton still has plenty of uh, work ahead of him to get these referees to at least be more consistent than they've shown. I mean, I think Mark Geiger is right now the best referee that U.S. soccer slash pro can pull out there. I mean, or at least to uh, schedule these matches. I think right now, if you're looking for the most consistent referee uh, from U.S. Soccer, it's Mark Geiger. That's all. That's the only one we can talk about. Elfath is completely crap. Don't get me started on Toledo because I can't stand him. Um, Marufo, I think he's improved. Um, Stott, I rarely see anymore unless he's just considering like, you know, fourth official duty. Doesn't want to be the person in the middle anymore. Um, and right now, I think Jurasevich is probably. Uh, I'll, I'll rank him number two behind Geiger, but Chapman needs to go. He is he and Elfath are the worst. Sure. Okay, none of that. <laughs> Pat, I know you have a porn stash, but come on. <laughs> Real man, this referee talk makes me ass. <laughs> And the show has reached a new low. <laughs> That's why it's called editing. Thank God. No. <laughs> no. I was taking this is not being edited. Camera from its camera bag. Thank you very much. <laughs> is that what kids are calling it these better. days? Come on, Pat. So much better. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got to take pictures and stuff. I'm creepy, Rablo. I like to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did you learn from John Waters, Pat? Is that is that what happened here? Hey, I can, I can be as popular as him. I'm down with that. Screw it. <laughs> All right, let, let's uh, let's move on. Um, before we do our likes, though, we're gonna read a uh, a listener email. Uh, Bill Carroll writes in. and He says, "I've emailed you boys in the past to complain about things going on with supporters, and there's absolutely nothing to complain about with Saturday's game." Everything was perfect, from picking up our tickets, to the DJ, to the tailgate, to the march into the stadium, singing, and even the dancing. I can't get Twist and Shout out of my head. Awesome job by the supporters clubs. A proud member of ESS. Uh, I don't know what ESS is. I'm going to guess that he means ESC. Probably. It's the only logical logical thing I can think of. Unless Unless he's like trying to make you feel like, you know, oh, I got you here. I'm going to ESS. Okay. Empire sexy section? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Is that that the Empire Supporters Club's version of Passion Corner? (laughs) Very very passionate corner. Very, 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 very. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the ESS, ladies. Hey, have a seat. 
Sure, ladies. Plus, the ESS can tell you all about the soccer, and it's a slim Don't chance want to know how to please you. Uh, all right, that's it. I'm out. Shut up. All night long. I'll see you later, boys. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the best thing about that is I was totally off the cuff. <laughs> this is what happens when this team finally beats DC in the playoffs. All hell breaks loose. We got to be happy now. It's come two weeks. Yes. <laughs> we might Absolutely. not be smiling. But we're not here to talk about that. We're talking about uh, no. a certain goal from a certain guy. You know, yes. That's what I'm Is his name Peggy? Henri crossing in on the doorstep. Louis Abdullah. Oh, he scored again. I can't believe it. He scored again. He keeps scoring on DC. He's got like five assists already. You know, is there a way – I, I kind of want to – because of how you reacted to that, I kind of want to do a Jim Ross WWE call over the goal. I think it's only appropriate, right? It is. <laughs> By God, it's a slobber knocker. <laughs> <laughs> Louie and Dula with uh, the RKO you know out of nowhere. I was going to say, we, we have to get an RKO out of nowhere video. Well, just the question is, who would it go to? Hamid? Did he go to the ground in that play? Yes. That'd be perfect. Yes, he did. <laughs> All right, listeners of Red Bull Rant. If any of you are any good at video editing, you have to get... An RKO on Bill Hamid as Mr. Peggy. Henri crossing in on the doorstep. Louis Abdullah. Oh, man. He's on fire. I want to see it happen. I want to see it happen. There I we go. I want to see Bill Hamid get an RKO. Come on, everyone. Get those creative juices flowing. Let's go. All right. So on to our like of the series. Dan, of course, since you're a guest, you can go first. Well, here's my like. And it's in two parts, but it's all at the same angle. Or shall we say, at the same section of fans. They went home crying on their buses back to our nation's capital, and they left crying at their home stadium. Because it was awesome to see those DC fans just shockingly saddened to see their team go out the way they did. And, and even better that they uh, saw their team win and they still had to go home losers. Exactly. And, why? And why? Just, and because, why did on. we win and we still lost? Hold on. Hold on. I got to celebrate oh, that. A... Uh, hopefully that was oh, loud enough. Oh, he opened here. up another one. That's right. I'm so happy I'm going to Steve twofer White. on this podcast. Where's the stone? <laughs> Someone get Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Pop no. Steve Weisers. No. No, because. And and because uh, I mentioned this because uh, I was listening to one of Steve Austin's podcasts recently, and Truman will know where okay. I'm going with this. Uh-oh. He's actually not a fan with Budweiser. The only reason he drank it is because the WWE had a uh, sponsorship deal. Oh, okay. That is true. Is he is he into craft brew? Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> I I don't know, but I sure as hell am. Second time I'm drinking a Brooklyn brewery. So, you know what? Since since we're since we're since we're going for. Advertising dollars here. The first <laughs> beer I had tonight was a Brooklyn Brewery Post Road Pumpkin Ale. Delicious. Yes. This is a Brooklyn Brown Ale. Let's see how mm-hmm. it tastes. <laughs> Yo, give good. me a hell yeah! <laughs> Let me tell you. Except, don't if you like the Red Bull, stop in the mud hole <laughs> on Throw DC United again. I have to take this. Uh, <laughs> you know... Well, I will admit, I, I'm a I'm a cider guy. I, I like I really like my cider beer. That Angry Orchard, I'm giving him a plug, boys. Hey, that's a hell of a cider ang- you brew ang- over I, there, at Angry Orchard. I, I like Angry Orchard too. I'm all about that. So there you go. There we go. I think we just. I think I think we just found a spinoff. I think we found our spinoff, right? Yeah. We, we had so. to do a spinoff of this. The uh, we got we, what's what's the name for the show? Hmm. It's gotta be good. It's gotta be a good name for a beer show. We can't do New Brew Thursday because that's taken already. <laughs> Bad Brew Thursday. Well, we're doing a craft brew beer show. Why not? All right. Truman will be the star. After this one, <laughs> Tr- Truman gets to be the moderator since since he'll be sober. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Jason, Dan, and the stash. 
gonna have to keep this stash forever. Oh. It's only for a month. It's a podcast. No one will know. <laughs> Unless we take pictures every time. Uh, uh, man, we really took the show off the rails this week. <laughs> All right, let me let's get back on track, and I'm gonna give you my oh, like of the series. Okay, uh, but uh, yeah, let, let the guy who hasn't dr- let the guy who hasn't drank me- be the moderator tonight. But, but you guys just, drink your beer and I'm going to talk. Okay, you let him drink his beer and you'll talk. But let me just finish <laughs> off. But let me just finish off by saying this: it was great seeing. And I know Jay was there. I know you two guys couldn't make. I couldn't make it either. I wanted to. I couldn't, unfortunately. But um, it was awesome to see over 1,200 New York supporters at RFK and being placed in the lower level because we don't know what's happening with the upper deck. Too many raccoons. It's gonna fall. But, it's, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna fall right. one day. We know that. It, yeah, exactly. Um, it great turnout. Great job, uh, ESC Viking Army, uh, Garden State Ultras. Great job, Red Bulls, for providing more buses, getting those tickets, and just great job all around for that uh, way support. Yes, and also providing my, stuff for the tailgate too. Boys, when when Peggy. Oh damn it! Sprung <laughs> on me. I wasn't ready. Henri <laughs> well, crossing like, in on the doorstep. Louis Abdulla. <laughs> See, this is what happens when I drink. I'm not ready for things. Oh, I heard you. Twelve hundred and fifty strong. <laughs> All right, next. Okay, here's my like, and it's gonna be the same like I had last week, and uh, that was the complete meltdown of Fabian Espindola. Uh, it wasn't enough that he melted down in the first game, but he melted down in this one and got sent off when the game was over, which is even better than getting sent off during a game. Uh, he, he completely shit the bed on this one, arguing with a referee, uh, not getting back on defense, which allowed the uh, the Red Bulls goal to happen. Oh, it's just so fantastic. Couldn't help to couldn't happen to a better guy. Um, so here's me, here's me laughing at you at Spindola. Would you say that Spindler pulled a Rafa Marquez? Oh, big time. No, big time. Go ahead, go ahead, Truman. I apologize. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a little bit different because Rafa wasn't on another uh, team that we were rivals of, but just the way he was berating the referees, uh, missing shots, trying to do it all himself, couldn't do anything. And uh, yeah, and then having to get sent off when the game was already over was the uh, the Coupe de Gracie, as Bugs Bunny would like to say. Mm, Coupe de Grace. Uh, is he is he going to come out and say that his his attacking players aren't, aren't up to snuff? Yes, they're not on his it level. Would just, it would just complete the package, right? Yeah, yeah, they're not on his level. But I'll say this: uh, see, Rafa would never ever. Uh, have that type of a complaint to go at the referee. He would never shove the referee. Because that type of thing he wouldn't even be bothered with because I am in MLS and I should never have been here in the first place. I so hate MLS. That's why I'm so happy to go back to Mexico and now I'm back in Europe. Yay! Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you're right. He would just kick, he would just kick the soccer ball at the referee instead. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. My like. Uh, I think... Uh, Quite simply, just so I could watch 30 minutes of soccer uh, without having a heart attack, it would have to be uh, a goal by Mr. Peggy. Ah, oh, damn it, I wasn't ready again. <laughs> Good oh, Lord, crossing in the doorstep, Louis Abdullah! So, uh, yeah, that's my life. That's, that's what I get All for right, trying to see what Truman's live tweeting during the show. You're fired, Ayapeko. Can't keep your freaking finger on the fucking button. <laughs> He's still you know, better. He's still better at it than either Truman or I would be. I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, too, is, uh, I mean, I think even last year we were taught, we were questioning why Louis Dula wasn't st- playing more. And uh, even Pecky had to kind of own up to his big mistake at the uh, second leg last year was not having him in the starting lineup to see him come in and get two goals in this series. Wearing the magic number eight, of course, my lucky number. Yeah, it's nice. It is. Especially when he I don't think Pat actually ever finished his thought, Peggy. if I'm not mistaken. I did. Peggy, Peggy. Okay. I, really didn't, I didn't have any deep analysis. Henri yeah. crossing in on the doorstep. <laughs> Louis Abdullah. Oh, my God. He's going to get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> DC's already dead. 
<laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Ar- RKO yeah, my, out of my... nowhere and Jim Ross overtones. You got to do that. My, my thought was Piggy. Oh, damn it. Henri crossing in. The doorstep. Louis Adula. I actually, for, for the record on that one, I was I was going to click it and my mouse moved just slightly low enough, low enough where I got the volume slider instead of the actual button. <laughs> oh, God damn you, mouse. So I guess I gotta give a like then, since everybody else has went. Um, uh, let's see. I got to talk to. I'm gonna give it a kind of few. I got to talk to Dan Dickinson and Mark Fishkin during the tailgate. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the march in. Uh, I didn't know. I, I was kind of the front of the line, so I didn't see what was going on in the back. So can't talk so much about that. I was in the South Ward for the first half. Um, slight dislike here was the people crowding me where I was sitting because they didn't want to spread out to the three sections. I understand why, but come on. I mean, security shouldn't have to tell you guys five times to clear the aisle. So I stood on the second, on, on the walkway for the second half, and I guess that was kind of the lucky spot because of Mr. Peggy. Henri crossing in the doorstep, Louis Adula! Oh, goal! About time, Jay. Jeez, no. <laughs> Well, well he you know, when I set myself up, up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if I can't set, if I can't set myself up, then we're really in trouble here. But because yeah. then we're uh, completely will, off the rip. I, I will say this much uh, about Jason's video, which uh, the team shared. By the way, uh, my favorite little part of that video is when the DC uh, the DC security guard just started dancing to Twist and Shout. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> what a traitor! Yes. <laughs> I didn't, you know, honestly, I didn't notice that until, like, I think it was after you guys told me that the, the Red Bulls shared it, and I went to go look at it again, and I was like, wait, is that security guard dancing a little bit? And I rewound, and I was like, yeah, he's jumping up and down with the fans. Like, wow, that's an, he, he better be, uh, he better be lucky that nobody else ever sees that. <laughs> that guy, no fucks given. Well, I mean, come on, if, also, if you were security me, for a DC game, do you really care about DC? He's, he's actually the uh, raccoon trapper. On a- Let me mention, if you guys have not been on the, uh, the Red Bull, the Red Bulls fans celebrating that goal, uh, you're really doing yourself a disservice by not seeing that because the GIF is absolutely amazing. Yes, it is. Or you can I just will not you can skip the, the GIF and watch the YouTube it's video. Amazing. Now, I have to ask no, no, you, you just guys. have to see the GIF over and over again. It is incredible. Now, I have to ask you guys this. When this team was purchased by Red Bull – and the change was made in 2006. Did you guys go with the? I think at the time it was over three to five hundred New York fans. All those buses that the, that Red Bull provided to send all those those fans for the season opener down at RFK. The the two I did. You you did do Jay? Uh, well, yes. one I didn't follow no, the team at that point. I two I was oh, okay. One, I didn't follow the team at that point, and two, I was in college, so I wouldn't have been able to go okay. if I didn't know what the team no, was. No big deal. No, I'm just asking. No big deal. There are no fingers being pointed. <laughs> hey, remember, the one that points at me, there's four pointing back at you, buddy. <laughs> and who points at Peggy? <laughs> Damn it! That's so quick. Oh, passing in! Doorstep, Louis Abdullah! All right, you know what? I'm gonna oh, set he's, up, uh... he's scored. He, he's ramping. All right, hold on. You guys got to give me a minute. I'm guessing this is Henri crossing in the doorstep. Louis Abdullah. All right, I got a hockey set up now. I'm just gonna wait for you guys okay. to say it. Yeah. So here we go. We're good now. All I'm right. Not, I'm not gonna change focus to any other window. I'm just gonna hold my hand over the button whenever you guys do it. Okay. Let's get the finger on the trigger. <laughs> Truman, Truman, the, the 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 title of the show shall now be called "Torturing Iapico on the Peggy Button." Henri crossing in the doorstep, Louis Adula. The man is on just, fire, just literally the... on fire. His foot is on fire from scoring that many times. <laughs> <laughs> what what are we up to now? Who's keeping the count? I think eleven. That's... Oh, 11? eleven. Okay, eleven. So we got a whole go starting on. eleven here. A whole a whole starting eleven to Peggy. Henri crossing in the doorstep, Louis Adula! Oh, Oh, 12 days of Christmas? (laughs) We already went past Hanukkah, I got eight. (laughs) But, um, but, okay, now now we really gotta get serious here, because once again, while we're all giddy that the Red Bulls finally beat DC in the playoffs, 
uh, and over 1,200 strong came down and went back up happy. Uh, this, in my mind, is not just that they performed very well in both legs, but in a certain way it is a sigh of relief because finally the jinx is broken. Finally, don't have to worry about any excuses why they uh, shit a bit. Why did they mess up? No more worries about Sandy or all that stuff. It finally happened. It's finally done. And now we can relax with this international break and look forward to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I will say this. It will be against a very dangerous New England revolution that definitely has changed, and they do look a lot better. Win finally has... Uh, some help with Jermaine Jones, and that's as far as I'm going to go right now. So actually, let me. I, I, I'm sorry. This. Wait, I, I. Jay, I'll let you go first because I have an actual question. An actual question uh, for our guest. All right. Uh, I, okay. Mine's more of an observation. I find it kind of funny that the Red Bulls' first official trip to the Eastern Conference Finals, since you know there were other trips as far within technically in the Western Conference, they got <laughs> past DC to get there. Very yeah. sweet, isn't it? It's not, now, now, now your question, and then. Okay. Uh, depending Peter, on, depending question, on your question, I, I might have another one. I, I'm, well, I'm going to present it. I'm going to present it to Dan. I'm going to. I let you guys answer it too. Uh, you know, throughout this whole year, I think one of the questions were how far did the Red Bulls have to go before it's considered a successful season? Blah 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 blah. Dan, do you consider beating DC in this conference semifinal match? Uh, are you going to now, even if the Red Bulls lose to New England, do you consider this a successful season? In my opinion, I feel it is because outside of 2008, this is the furthest they've come or gone into the Eastern Conference playoffs. In my mind, at this moment, I feel it's a success. Now, some will say it's not until they get to the cup final again. And I can respect some thinking that, but to myself personally, this is a success right now because they got two more games than anyone else thought they were going to get into. Because while they came back, first of all, they broke the home jinx in the playoffs. Because Red Bull Arena has been a fortress in the regular season since 2010. Just for some stupid reason, they just could not get a favorable result at home. Now they did it. They did. Uh, they got the Bradley Wright Phillips double in the one and done against Sporting Kansas City. And then they get this great performance against D.C. and yeah, D.C. Screwed, screwed themselves in the first leg, but still, the Red Bulls have to be considered, you know, good job and everything because they finally got through this. Do they have more talent than New England? Yes. But once again, we've seen in the past that this team against decent sides has made mental errors, starting out terribly. So at this moment right now, you beat DC for the first time in five tries. That's a success in my book. Can they go further? Many people, many people believe they can, and so can, and so do I. Because it's two more games than what we expected them out of this whole year. I'll be honest with you. I never thought they're going to win the Supporter Shield last year, and Pecky did that, and they brought the first trophy to this club in MLS in the MLS slash US Soccer. Um, I expected them to be better this year. It didn't happen in the regular season. But now you're seeing it finally turning the corner. But I still feel it's a success for this club because you haven't beaten D.C. at all in the playoffs. I'm saying it is because Pat, they finally think? broke successful this kind of... What, what the fuck? I was talking. Yeah. Do you not yeah, hear... Pat. Yeah, let Jason have his... I, I yeah. started talking before he said Pat, jackass. <laughs> God. Go, go ahead. You know, maybe you're... <laughs> you know what? I think that crappy PA internet really needs to... Straighten yourself out, Truman. Yeah, you're Biggie. probably right about that. I, I can't. Biggie. 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 crossing in. The doorstep. Louis Abdullah. All right, Pat. So I can come. So I can come down. Dance. So, Dance, monkey. <laughs> so I can come. So I can come down. So I can come down from like a, a, an eight to about a four. You can go ahead. Henri crossing in. The doorstep. Louis Abdullah. All right, so Jason, what were you saying before? I said, so I can come down to about a four. You can go first, because i got to calm down here a little bit. Do I consider it a successful season? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Anytime you get this far, I think 
if you get out of the first round of the playoffs, I think it's as I mean, if you get to the playoffs, I think more or less successful season. But considering, you know, the um, the team definitely needed to get to the next level. Uh, it's even more so in a, su- a successful season at this point. I mean, the, the only problem, obviously, with now putting that moniker on it is what if they do lose? Is there now less pressure for them to win uh, against uh, New England? And, and uh, you don't really want to let them off the hook to a certain extent, but... I mean, it, it is hard to say uh, that it isn't a successful season. Uh, if they get slaughtered by uh, the Revolution, and considering what the Revs did to uh, Columbus is not outside the realm of possibility, uh, then, you know, th- this question might have to be real. That, you know, might be one of those hindsight 2020 things where it might be reevaluated, but initially I think you have to call it success. Jay... Are you sure you don't want to go first? <laughs> no, no, please. After you, sir. Well, 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 thank you very much for, for being the gentleman here and allowing me to proceed with my response to your your very valuable question. Um, <laughs> uh, I consider it excess because since they opened Red Bull Arena, they, one, have never won a playoff game at home, and two, have never gotten past the... Uh, quarterfinals of the playoffs and they've done both simple enough that's all there is yeah and I think I'm in agreement with, with everybody you know we're not going to look at hindsight and after the revs uh, you know after the series with the revolution I think when you look at it now you're right you know they got the home wins they beat DC in the playoffs they're into the, the conference fi- uh, conference finals a lot of people uh, didn't think they were going to make the playoffs I'm not going to mention Matt Doyle's name uh, you know because I don't want to <laughs> say who said that um but yeah, well, I, I, I do say this name. is a great season. Who? I, I'm sure the pl- uh, <laughs> nobody MLS analyst. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I know you, you know. I, I think if if you ask any single player on that team, they're of course going to say it's MLS Copper Butt, you know, because this is Thierry Henry and what could be his last season. It's going to be a lot of guys last seasons because we don't know what is going to happen in this off season. But I think as a fan right now, look at the positive. Uh, Everything right now, yeah, I'm going to say absolutely a successful season. Well, I talked I, t- I talked to someone um, about Cahill. He has one more year left on his deal, actually. Yeah, and? but that assumes that he doesn't want to leave. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you know, I mean, everyone is yelling and screaming that he's going to be gone anyway, and we don't know what he's going to do. He could probably stay and finish off next year. He could stay in 2015 and finish it off. Or, I mean, if there is going to be a sale, we'll probably find out about it during the off season. But I think as of right now, you have to still consider Cahill being here. Yeah, I think he's going to Australia, but that's just me. I don't uh, think so. I, I, because even when he came over, he said the A-League is not strong enough for him to perform. Now, I don't know. I think it's a bad year for him. I just think he's just been snake-bitten. It, it's going to happen to you know even the great players. It doesn't matter what sport it is. Even the great players will have a bad year. Oh. And Cahill, I think, is just having a bad year. I'll, yeah, but go, you, you think he doesn't? Sorry, Pat, go ahead. I was going to say, well, well now you know, go Cahill, go Cahill. I was going to go back off topic to our original topic, but well, I'm going to I'm going to take it further off topic. So you might as well do it now. All right, Actually, cool. no, screw that. Uh, no, I'm done. you know what? No, okay. you know what? You know what? Screw that. Because I have the perfect segue here. Peggy, that's that's Peggy. Segue. Peggy, 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 Peggy. Crossing in, doorstep, Louis Adula. No, I have the perfect segue here. So you don't think that Tim Cahill is going to want to leave and go play for Manchester City Football Club Australia? And speaking of Manchester uh, City, uh oh. <laughs> Well, thing up, Jay is on the Segway. Well, <laughs> if so he uh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me introduce it for you, and then you can get all rage filled because I know it's going to happen. So today, NYCFC decided to announce or unveil their official inaugural season home jersey, and it looks suspiciously like a Manchester City jersey, and not even a current one, an older one, and. I, I didn't watch the unveiling event, but apparently the guy who was the MC sucked. Um, David Villa was up on a stage with a bunch of kids when a uh, shirt dropped from the ceiling that nobody knew was going to happen. But for some reason, they had a 10-second countdown to it. 
and there was no swag for people that went. I'm sorry, Pac-Man. It's not even, and and as far as I know, the jersey's not even available yet, even though it was supposed to be. But anyway, oh, and before actually before I hand it over, there is a great thread on reddit.com slash r slash nycfc where fans are just, for the most part, complaining about the jersey with one guy saying that he regrets buying season tickets because of the unveiling event. Oh, that's Hold on. awesome. I got to I got to take those people on really quickly. What the fuck did you expect? I mean, come on. What the fuck did you expect the jersey to look like? I mean, seriously. I mean, all these the, the joke of this matter is that they had some grand reveal. That's the joke here. Because it's like we all knew it was going to look just like a Manchester City jersey. So these people are like, "Oh, I thought they were going to have like sky blue in there to be like a dragon." <laughs> like, what the fuck did you expect? Like New York City, what the Empire State Building in silver on the blue jersey? Are you fucking retarded? Come on, you people! Like I'm I was gonna be so different, and I'm not gonna try this anymore. I wanted a picture of me naked riding the fucking dragon on a blue jersey. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots! You serious? <laughs> oh. After that, I, I got don't nothing. Know what we're yelling about? <laughs> I got nothing on that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to drop that one in on you, Dan. That was just... Look at this. Pat actually said everything Dan was going to say. That's amazing. It's all right. <laughs> I will say this. Well, wait a second. I will say this. I will say this because I did uh, I did see that link on the Reddit, MLSRNYCFC. And apparently one of them said... I want the Yankees to buy NYCFC from Manchester City to make it more New York. And I'm like, that's going to fucking happen. Keep drinking, buddy. Keep on drinking. You'll be drinking more than I have. Pick out. <laughs> I mean, come on. Does he really understand that the New York Yankees are only there as basically the doormen into the apartment building, allowing the Sheik and his precious Manchester City to come into the five boroughs and come into their baseball stadium, and all of a sudden you think that these people that are managing one of the top clubs in the Premier League that's coming into MLS, and you think they're going to listen to what you have to say? They're not listening to you. You're sheep. You're sheep. You know what? You know what the Yankees are. This is what the Yankees are. Okay, they are that one person who's subletting their nice apartment in Manhattan to someone from out of the country, and they're just like, "Look, you can stay here for a while. You know, you can come back every summer. I'm going to be gone, but listen, I'm going to need the place back every so often, and I don't want anything." T- and I, you got to put everything back to the way it was when we get here. I, that's basically what the Yankees are. They are not a team that's just going to, yeah, oh, no, we'll buy them. We'll buy them. We want two teams to take care of. Right, exactly. I mean, they don't mind if you come over a college bowl game, the pinstripe bowl, the Army-Navy game, college football. You can come to Yankee Stadium. It's a once-in-a-while thing. Now here comes New York City FC. Here comes Manchester City running it. And what happens you think that the home shirt is going to be different? No. Why do you think the league took them in? Not just for the $100 million. Oh, the great Etihad Airways uh, sponsorship that Manchester City owns, which, by the way, are anti-Semitic because I don't appreciate an owner of a soccer club coming into our American soccer league who is anti-Semitic against Jewish people, whether they're from Israel or from England or from the United States. Don't they know that New York City is one of the two largest Jewish populations outside of Florida, outside the retired people? You know what I mean? Well, you know, New York also has a, a gigantic uh, gay and lesbian population, but, uh, you know, uh-huh. forget about that, oh. too, because we know how much those owners love, um, you know, the gay people. Now, I don't know if you guys... They love the gay people. What are you talking about, Truman? (laughs) They love them. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this or not on Twitter. Did you see apparently someone claiming to be a part of one of these NYC FC supporters groups on Twitter? He had to uh, cancel his uh, account because 
apparently he went off the rails off of uh, calling Walt Disney a uh, uh, a Nazi supporter. Oh boy. <laughs> Would you say he went off the third rail, so to speak? He went off the third rail. He had to close his account. Or did he let touch me... the third rail? Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> let me let me go ahead and let me see if I can uh, quickly find uh, – I forget who it was. Hang on a second here. Let me see here because I – you know – I understand you want to feel like you want to support something new, something shiny and new and everything, and you feel this is a much better thing than the Cosmos or the Red Bulls or whatever the hell you want to think, and that's fine. Go ahead. I don't care. But when you are supposedly taking over or supposedly a part of a supporters group that, A, you know, you don't cross the line with the, you know, the gay and lesbian uh, community fan base, you don't cross the line with racist tweets and then you pull that off, I'm sorry. I don't respect you anymore trying to start it all over. It's really well, you know why? terrible. You know why? You know why? Because the line said it $99.9 million. Ah, here it is. Here it is. The th- It's Mr. Zach Lewis of the Third Rail Board. It was saved. Orlando. This is what he did. Orlando City SC, at least New York City's history, isn't based off the dreams of a Jew-hating Nazi sympathizer, and he put hashtag Walt Disney. Now, I'm a Disney fan, and I take offense to that as well. The thing. I do. I take offense to that as well, because that's not right. I don't care what his past is. The point is, this man can't defend himself anymore because he's dead! Stone fucking dead! And you're telling me that you're going to go off against Orlando City SC, who should have been the 20th team, which they now are because Chivas USA is no longer around. So guess what? You're no longer the 20th team, sir. Hey, come on. Get it right. Chivas USA is still around. They're just not called New York City FC. Right. I mean. That's the last thing I'll say about NYCFC. They're no Rochester Rhinos. No, but they will be in Yonkers. You watch. (laughs) Ah, Yonkers. The only way you can get up there is either by uh, Metro North, uh, Mount Vernon West Station, and that Mount Vernon's not the great place it used to be, or you can take the four train to the Bedford Park Boulevard stop and take the, the uh, Westchester County Express bus that goes along the uh, Major Deegan, which becomes uh, the New York State Thruway. So, hey, if you go to Yonkers, enjoy that public transportation. Well, people have to cross a river to get there, though, because if that's there, forget it. They're out. Over. (laughs) (laughs) Oregon Trail, NYCFC edition. Yep. Right on the heels of the the bestseller, Oregon Trail, New York Red Bulls edition. (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, just... uh, All right. Go ahead. Yeah, so basically... Let's let's end this. Let's let's end this before you have... uh, Real quick, Jay, before we finish this off... Keith Olbermann put them as number one on his show as the world's worst. <laughs> we actually we actually watched that during the pre-show before you got on this just because uh, I, I heard about it. And the best part is it's not even because it's soccer, which Olbermann hates. It's because they just copied Manchester City's jersey, which is the perfect takedown. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. All right, let's, uh, let's wrap this one up because we've gone far enough off the rails. <laughs> Um, off the fourth rail. We were, no. We've gone off the fourth rail, exactly. <laughs> we went so far off the third rail, they had to create the fourth rail just for us. And then we went off of that, too. So. I told you, boys, right. Blooper Reel is in session. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, wrap this one up. Henri crossing in the doorstep, Louis Abdullah! Woo-hoo! I had to get another one in there. Um you can visit once a metro at onceametro.com. You can visit our website, redbullrant.blogspot.com. Our email address is redbullrant at gmail.com. Call us at 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant. On Twitter, at redbullrant for the show. At Dr. Seuss for myself. At pmacda 2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at soundcloud.com slash red-bull-rant. And Dan, please, feel free, pimp your stuff so people know where to find you of course on twitter at d Feuerstein, capital letter d capital letter f lowercase e u e r s is in sam t e i n blogtalkradio.com 
forward slash one whole word, Feuersteins Fire, no apostrophe to that S, soccernewsday.com. Also now, locally, fansfavorite.com. We do talk everything else, not just uh, the local sports teams from the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, uh, Major League Baseball. But, of course, the New York Red Bulls is on there, too, fansfavorite.com with Rick Lachlan and myself. And let me just say this, uh, finally, as we're wrapping this up, FIFA, you're all a bunch of greedy bastards. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That is a show in and of itself with that whole topic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Pat Truman, last words for wrap this one up. Yeah, one last word. Rest. Yeah. Uh, I just want to let all the fans know that if uh, the Red Bulls don't beat New England Revolution, it's uh, clear proof that the team, the organization doesn't care about the team. <laughs> <laughs> and FIFA's a bunch uh, of crooks. All right, on that note, this was for Pat, Truman, Dan, and myself. This was episode number 124 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go Red Bulls. Peggy. Lights. Henri crossing in on the doorstep. Louis Abdullah.